ladies and gentlemen, here. welcome to another episode of Who Corner to Corner podcast. My name is Paul. As always, I am joined by my very good friend, Jeff. Say hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. There you go. But we've also got um, quite a few guests with us in the studio today. So as I shout your name, give us a quick hi. We've got Ethan. Hello. We've got Katie. Hello. We have James. Hello there. <laughs> Francis. Hello. Morgan. Hello. Tony. Hello. Charlie. Hey And Harvey. Hello. Hello. There you go. Excellent. So we're all assembled here to talk about why we really, 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 really love the 13th Doctor, as played by our jolly good friend, Jodie Whittaker. There we go. So this era has meant a lot to me personally. And I know from looking on Twitter and various other social media platforms, which are available, I believe, that she also means a lot to everybody else as well. So um, we're going to kind of go through and just talk about why we love Doctor 13, what she means to us, how she may have influenced our lives in some way, forged new friendships, and perhaps even changed the way we feel about certain things. So we're going to start with um, Ethan, actually, and there's a reason for this. So so it's not through any kind of favoritism or anything like that. It is purely because this whole thing, this whole escapade was actually <laughs> Ethan's yeah. idea. He suggested it on a tweet to us. And Ethan, thank you so much. Let's give Ethan a big round of applause. <laughs> and we're going to start with Ethan. So oh, Ethan, mate. my friend, we are going to put you right on the spot. Oh, give, us, give us a summary <laughs> of why you love Doctor 13, the 13th mm -hmm. Doctor. Yeah, um, <laughs> I feel like you put me in the hot seat there. This is suggesting podcasting this is, ideas. This is all your Fair idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, like, um, well, yeah, I mean, I've been watching the show, you know, for 15 years now since, you know, midway through Tenant's Run. I know. Um, I have loved every iteration since. I think every iteration has felt very unique in their own ways. Like, I find it hard to really rank any of the Doctors, really. But, yeah, with. With Jodie's era, there there's something there's a very unique sense of um, of identity, which I feel like um, mm -hmm. it, it's a prevalent theme, like throughout. Like you see, someone's dog agrees. Um, <laughs> someone's dog agrees. Yeah, that like, that will be Ian, who's just joined us. Hello, Ian. Hello, Ian. <laughs> Hi. How you doing? We're very good. <laughs> um, um, but, but yeah, like we see it throughout the um, the um, the era, really. Like. Mm -hmm. um, Lino, with also the journey of the doctor, the journey of the um, of the of the of the companions, and um, um, but yeah, like um, um, but yeah, like I think what's so fascinating is there's a lot of kind of um, themes in that which um, sort of kind of um, play on you know realistic feelings that a lot of us kind of go through, and, and I feel like mm. a lot of people in the stand base have really took to that, like. Um, I think um, what I find inspiring about her doctor is like she goes through, you know, quite a lot of trauma of being kind of you know very unsure and insecure of herself, but um, um, but she but she but she still tries to be the most optimistic version of herself, you know, wherever she can, really. Yeah. Um, I know, like she isn't perfect. Like, you know, obviously that there's times where she ends up, you know. Um, snapping to um, to, um, to her friends. I feel like you know we, um, we all have those days, oh, but we do. Um, 
But yeah, like, um, I thought, but you know, I feel like in some ways her journey sort of kind of comes to terms with her identity. I feel like it's something that a lot of us can relate to in some way. Like, you know, like for me personally, as, um, um, as someone who's neurodivergent with autism and dyspraxia, I'm someone, um, I'm someone who's, um, um, uh, who's also bisexual. I feel like those are sort of things I've sort of learned to kind of, um, you know, kind of, kind of work with and take more kind of, you know, um, I guess, I guess, I, um, I guess more, more pride in those things. And yeah. it's sort I, I, I think it's all sort of refreshing to see a doctor who's sort of less um, sure of themselves mm. because we're so used to doctor being this, um, this very, um, you know, kind of sure of themselves, um, egotistical figure, which to be fair, the first team doctor is still sometimes, but, um, but I feel like that there's all a sense of, you know, balance and realism in there, um, in the way, um, that, that journey plays about, um, and you know, like that, that sort of thing carries over into you know into the companions as well. Like, I mean, I made a similar tweet about this the other day, but I feel like the companions kind of go through similar journeys mm. of 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 identity and kind of figuring out who they are. Like, yep. like you know, with with Ryan, it's all about um, tr- um, um, learning how to um, ha- how to see a self worth um, despite um, him having the, the, the dyspraxia, which. Which you know, like I can relate to. Like you know, people argue that his um, d- dyspraxia um, um, mm. wasn't explored enough. Which, in some ways, I um, I can understand where they're coming from if they're expecting something in particular. But I feel like with having dyspraxia or something similar, it's more to it than just how it affects you. It also affects. It's also about how it affects your self-esteem and sort mm. of the way you interact with others. So yeah, it's not just um, a physical thing. Yeah, exactly. And it's sort of nice to kind of see him kind of grow in confidence in his mm. adventures with a doctor. You know, by the end, he sort of, he sort of realizes that, um, well, you know, by the end, it, it, it's established that, you know, um, he, he still goes through those issues with his, his, his perspective. Like, that's not something that's ever going to go away completely. But, you know, you can learn to kind of navigate around those and know that he's capable of better things because, you know, he's dealt with all these aliens and done these amazing things with the doctor. And yes, um, 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 and yeah, like similarly with Graham, it's all about trying to figure out who he is, um, you know, mm. after, you know, after, um, after life with Grace, you know, kind of navigating the grief of that and also, you know, kind of, um, um, you know, sort of, sort of overcoming this, the, um, this, the survivors, the survivors guilt and sort of learning to connect with Ryan, like, um, I sort of like how there's that kind of shared bonding mm. over time, and yeah, like with um, with Yaz, like um, she kind of goes on her own journey. Sort of, um, it sort of hints the cross throughout series eleven and into series twelve how she wanted to become a, a police officer to help people. Uh, in the end, revealing like the police officer who helped her did, mm. and and, al- um, and also um, and also establishing in the witchfinders kind of. You know, um, uh, kind of stand, um, uh, stand against bullies like the ones who, um, who who gave a lot of trauma. The, the Izzy as, as a child. The world. Um, yeah, exactly. And of course, as we've known recently, it, it it's kind of become more about um, um, it, it. It's also become about her kind of making sense of her feelings mm. of the doctor, which I feel like in, in some ways we can, you know, we we can relate to because. 
I feel like a lot of us. Um, I feel, like, I feel like a lot of us at one point or another have sort of felt something about someone but, but but we're like not sure whether we like them because they're just a really good friend or if there's something else so mm. um, um, see so yeah, overall like I, I think there's a lot of realistic themes um, in there and as for someone who recently came out as bi like that scene in either Daleks did mean a, a, a whole big deal to yeah. me and I you know I, I had a chat with um, Mandy about it when I met her at um, Comic Con earlier this year, and she was so lovely about it. Like, uh, like uh, she, she, you like, just casually dropped that. Just, he just dropped that one, <laughs> didn't he? Um, I just, I just um, called Mandip and we had a chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, hey Mandip, um, how you doing? Like, oh, um, oh, hold on, Mandip's ringing me. Sorry. <laughs> but like, so it's got a text um, from Mandip. Just bear with me yeah, a second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, um, well, yeah, like it, it's it's not like I spent I spent a fair bit of money just to sort of, <laughs> but um, but 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 now nah, she was lovely though. Like I feel like I, of all the of all the people from the show who have met, she's one of the easiest mm. to speak to. Like she makes you feel so relaxed. Mm. Um, here we are. Um, got the photo oh, together as God. well. Look at that. Beautiful. Uh, and um, but yeah, slight tangent. Yeah, there. Um, but yeah, and with Dan, um, I feel like I've not picked up on Dan's journey as much yet. Maybe because I'm yet to see how 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 he finishes in mm. in the next episode. But I, I saw someone make a a good point about how he's all about you know, um, kind of being selfless and kind of taking care of others, but but, yeah. but um, and kind of guiding them to the happiness. But mm. he's got to realize at some point that he needs to find his own happiness. Yeah. So, but yeah, overall though, I feel like there's a lot of nice themes in terms of um, identity and other stuff, which I feel like kind of make this can make this era feel so personal to you know you know quite a lot of quite a lot of people really, and I feel like that's one of the special things about this era. But I mean, there's other, there's other things too, but I feel like I'll go on all night if I went on about all those, and I'll out um I'll I'll allow the rest of the people in, in, in this. <laughs> To kind of well, do, do you know, there, there's a lot of nod, yeah. nodding heads yeah. going on. So I think what you're saying there, Ethan, is um, is resonating with with quite a few people here. So there's been some vigorous nodding from Katie. How, how do you feel about uh, what Ethan's been telling us, Katie? Um, I I agree with Ethan wholeheartedly. I um, my connection with thirteen is definitely something. Mm -hmm that is more personal. Well, no, 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 no. Not to say that Ethan's was not personal, but it's more on like... <laughs> it, 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 it's, yeah. um, He's crying now. Now He's we're in crying. trouble. Um, <laughs> it was very much... I'd been a Whovian, uh, long story short, mm. I'd been a Whovian since Eccleston, and it took me forever to watch Jody's because uh, at the time, my boyfriend, now fiance, he lives in London. And I, I would always go to visit him and we would binge who together. And I was going to go oh, visit him, nice. but then the pandemic struck. Yeah. And Jody did her video where she's in the closet mm. and uh, talking about uh, uh, things I do in a worrying situation. And I saw that and I just couldn't get it out of my mind. And mm. so we binged the series over the Internet and I decided I'm going to start cosplaying her. And I put the cosplay on, and there was something about it that felt so comfortable and so. Um, if I if I get emotional and start crying, <laughs> I apologize. But yeah, don't it's, apologize. Um, we want emotions. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. 
looking at it now, mm. the 13th Doctor, there are days when I'm very calm and chill, and then there are other days where I am just 13 energy all the time. Mm -hmm. And she said, the line that has always stayed with me is, be kind, even kinder yeah. than you were yesterday, yeah. mm -hmm. and I know you were super kind yesterday. Thirteen is who I want to be every single day. Yeah. Thirteen is, she's, as Ethan said, she's not perfect, but she's kindness, she's brightness, she is happy over the smallest things, she is supportive, she is, um, she may not always know how to respond, yeah. mm -hmm. but she's never unkind. Mm -hmm. And through her, I started doing, um, I started doing all of these TikTok videos. Yeah. I started, uh, I have a whole new family, the TARDIS fam, Crystal, Leif, Jamie, everyone in the fam. Uh, I, I, if you were to tell me five years ago that I would start doing, um, I would start doing TikTok videos that would <laughs> yeah. be that would be seen by all of these people. That mm -hmm. I would tackle topics as the Thirteenth Doctor about mental health, LGBTQIA issues. Um, how to support someone uh, a lot of people know that i um you know i have anxiety and depression in a way i also struggle with self-harm i have a skin picking issue mm. um the f and that's the first time that i've ever said that on a podcast <sighs> but um the i i was on an interview the other day yeah. And they said, what's one of the hardest TikToks you've ever done? And I said it was one where I did a video a few weeks ago where it took me four hours to do. Mm. Because I didn't feel that I was embodying her perfectly. Okay. She has become such a brightness, such a wonderful, warm, like, this month is going to suck because <laughs> we're should, saying, yeah. here's the, the thing know. about Doctor Who is that we all, every single Whovian has a doctor. Yeah. And they carry on that doctor's light, whether through fan fiction, through cosplay, through fan art. And I know that if she was standing here right now, she would say... And actually, Ethan, I'm going to go into my Mandip story. <laughs> um, I think. Okay, show of hands, who here's got a Mandip story, or or a or a fan or a, or, a, or, a, or, a, or a cast story? Um, she would say, "What are you crying for? I'm still going to be here. I'm always going to be here." And that's the thing. Every single doctor is always with us. Yeah. Their mm. stories. One, two, six. Ruth, War, Nine, they will carry on because they've been alive for so many years and mm -hmm. will always have these stories. And some of the greatest gifts that this doctor has ever given me is a family, a new family, new friends, a kind of a secondary calling in life through these TikTok videos, and a new accent. 
So, um, so I actually, when I started to do this, and I want, I want everyone who's a Brit in this chat right now to be brutally honest. So I actually started training myself to to do a Yorkshire accent. Well, she's from Skelmanthorpe or Shat. Depending on how you want to call it, um, and I know, I know that I, I every I've seen every interview of her. So I go to Gala One, and I do this accent for ever for everyone, and I go up to Mandip and I said, "Thank you, you know, thank you so much for being here, and for you know for playing Yaz and for being so lovely." And she gives me a look. She looks at me. She, Where are you from? probably thinking did did someone actually travel yeah. from the uk to uh to to get to galley and i said all right i'm gonna be full at level with you how's my accent and she was like are you putting it on i said um she said top up she said top up i said top up because i'm actually from chicago and oh. i trained myself to do this right. someone it someone snapped that Brilliant. Look at that. and and yeah, and, and i and yeah. And I did it for Sasha. I did it for uh-huh. Joe. Um, it was this. And if you are a Hoovian and you get the chance to go to Galley One, go to Galley One. There, w- the amazing thing about Thirteen is that the brightness has shown through the toxicity. Yeah. And there are, the thing, when I went to Galley 1, everyone has their favorite doctor. Everyone has a doctor that they're not crazy about. Uh, everyone has their doctor that's like, not my doctor. Not, not my doctor. Not, not my doctor. <laughs> not, no. We might, we might a little bit of medicine there. Eh? We, we don't give those guys any no, freedom. No, 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 the no. We know you're talking about. There are people who will be like, you know, um... You know, the seventh doctor is not my favorite, mm. but they're still great. There are no bad doctors. Or there are Quite people right. who say, um, you know, I didn't really like Eleven, but Eleven had some great moments. When you, the thing about 13 is that when you have that connection and, mm. you know, you're talking to people, there is that positivity. Even if, you know, 13's maybe not my favorite, but you still connect over Doctor Who. You still build that. You still have those positive moments. She inspires positivity. She inspires love. She inspires randomness. I am not kidding you when I say this is my secondary outfit. I rarely take this off because I, and I will walk around Chicago just to make people smile, and it does. So, yeah, I will. I, I, I will stop now, but it is um, 13, and I do want to get this. My family will hate me, but I do want to get this tattoo in Gallifreyan that says 13 is my second heart because she has given me a second heart, and I know, I, I know with all of my heart that Shooty will be amazing, but, it you know, it's, it's like when you... Remember how we all felt when Matt took his bow tie off? Yeah. It's going to be that. It's going to be the, um, you know, with the doctor, it's never goodbye. It's when I see you again. But for me, 
it's not going to be soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, T, you're, you, you've got us all in tears, I think. And thank you so much for sharing your, yeah. your really personal, lovely stories. We, we, I think that's beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. So yes. I'm going to get a breath now because I think what what you guys are just kind of saying here is that the connection is is deeply personal, right? With the Thirteenth Doctor, yeah. there is something she embodies, like you said, a kind of a lighter spirit, a, a positivity that whilst I think other doctors have maybe touched on it, the whole ethos of Doctor Who is about trying to be the best person mm. you can be to inspire others to rise up, to change the world literally, and to beat the shadows back away to wherever they come from. But for all of us, it's, it's our own story, isn't it? And somehow 13 just seems to pull that more from our hearts like a like a golden thread or something you know james why don't you uh tell us a bit about how your uh journey with with who started and, and why jody has has connected with you so much yeah so i mean uh, uh okay so first first dr john Pertwee, um because uh, I'm, I'm 54 and uh, so you know I, I my my best memory my best i'm oh, sorry my best original memory um, it's watching Planet of the Spiders uh, through a crack of the door. Yes. Yeah, mm. crack of the door, <laughs> like that. Absolutely cacking myself. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, but and my and my mum saying, you know, well, you know, why, 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 yeah. you know, why would you want to watch that? I said, don't, don't, don't turn it on. I've got to see how it works. <laughs> of course. Uh, so you know, and, it's gone forever so, if you turn it off. You know, what, <laughs> and, and, yeah. Oh, uh, that so, hurts! So, With so, this show, so, that hurts. Well, the, the parents mm. turned off the yes. turning it off. Yeah, that yeah. that used to happen mm. to me a lot. Actually, mm. my, my dad would come in, and uh, and and literally just 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 switch it over to watch Buck Rogers in the twenty fifth century. Terrible. No, 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 no. Man, that's bad parenting. Just awful. Have yeah. you disowned him yet? <laughs> yeah, I mean. I remember being gutted um, when the, the End of Time Part 2 came out and I, as a nine-year-old, all I cared about was watching David Tennant's last episode as the Doctor live, but I think my family had arranged a trip out to the theatre that, that evening, which, you know, like, um, in hindsight, I, I should probably be more grateful for. But no, no I, I'm, I'm sorry, like, no, Ethan, no. I'm, I'm going to stop you there. You, you, <laughs> shouldn't, you shouldn't have been more grateful. They should have been more considerate that there was a generation. <laughs> well, you know? yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. You are the voice of reason and semblance. All, still all things to your considered, because they're very lucky. <laughs> all things considered, what was the show? Hmm. Um, I think it was. It was I think it was the sound of music. Yeah. Oh. And right the way through, then James. Oh yeah, right, right the way through. Um, yeah, and uh, from from that day to this, I have never missed an episode oh, live. Ever, ever, ever. And, and I and I, and I never. Would. How many how many theatre trips have you refused to go on? <laughs> So, <laughs> so, right, so many, so many, so many invitations out on a Saturday night or on a yeah. Sunday night. Mm. Uh, yeah, absolutely not. No, no. Uh, people know. People know now. Don't bother inviting don't, don't me. Do. Or yeah. if you're going to set something up, set it for after Doctor <laughs> yeah. Who's yeah. finished. You know, yeah. and then and then I'll turn. And of course, in those um, days, so James, there was that. no such thing as a video recorder or anything like that, and the internet wasn't <laughs> even a word. The internet was just a sound that people made. <laughs> like blah, blah, blah. Let, let me tell you how much, how much of an abused childhood I had. Um, is that uh, I did, we, we didn't have a vi we had, didn't have a video recorder in our house until I left home. <gasps> That's where my dad decided to get a video uh, recorder. Well, 
I'm surprised you're talking to them still as well, but you know. Yeah. They were just waiting for that he moment. Did. He's yeah. gone. He's gone now. We can get all the gadgets in. Let's get a bigger TV. Let's yeah. get a video recorder. Let's get all that rubbish yes. out of the way. <laughs> Absolutely. You, you'll, you'll be unsurprised that I had a very difficult uh, relationship with my family. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, moving, moving on from that. Um, so, yes, yeah, so right the way through and right up to it. So then, so then the series ends, you know, in 89. Mm. And, and it's okay, you know, I mean, you live because, you know, life is life and you, you just carry on. And you've got the videos that start to come out, the DVDs then. And, uh, you know, you've got the books and so on and so forth. And then it, and then it came back in 2005. Mm. People noticed a change in me. My friends noticed a change in me. Are you happy me. again? Uh, they said, oh, you know, he's okay. He's all right. He's doing his thing. Blah, 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 blah. Then Doctor came back. You've checked, me. And, and I was—I just came—I just came out of myself, you know. I just, this is, and from that day to this, I just—I just have—I've just loved Doctor Who even more than I ever could have done as a child. So that's yeah. so that's really fantastic, you know. And uh, you know, the shock of Eccleston coming in and then suddenly leaving, and then Tennant taking over and just being brilliant for three or four years. And then Matt Smith. Who is my favourite Doctor? Coming in and just smashing it up the park, Capaldi, so wonderful. And then we come to Jodie Whittaker because that's—I understand—that's that's what we're here to, to, to. She's who we're here to talk about. What's so different about her? Everything that everybody said already basically covers it. But you know, additionally, I mean, I, I can. There's going to be a theme here. I, I have. A, I have a feeling. Uh, in that, uh, you know, I can talk about mental health uh, because, you know, I've uh, had to, you know, struggle with mine for, you know, many, many, many years. Um, and uh, just just seeing her mm. and listening to her, that doctor, yeah. um, dealing dealing so beautifully and, and tenderly mm. and openly and honestly... And kind of fumblingly as well, you know, every now and then, um, with all of those issues that, that I kind of, you know, have the same sort of yeah. feelings about. I, d I don't go out an awful lot, to be to be mm. honest, because I just, I just, I, I don't. Charles Bukowski said, um, "I like people. I just prefer it when they're not around." <laughs> and that's yeah, I, 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 I kind of that. get that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm loving having this conversation here. This is this is wonderful. You know, everything I've heard so far has just been has just been really, you know, joyous and entertaining and and, and wonderful and moving and, and all of that. So that's fantastic. Thank you for that. Um, but you know, I mean, I, I want to be able to know that I can kind of walk away <laughs> and just be on my own yeah. in a quiet space mm -hmm. and yeah. and just just and I just I just kind of see a lot of that in in mm -hmm. her as well. So. So that so that sort of gives me a lot of joy when I see that. And uh, was it? I can't, I can't remember. Sorry, if it was Kate or who said, who, who said it. It's about um, how she she's you've you've had. Can we say it? The arrogance of the of the of the, of the, of the kind of the the noughties and and ten tweenies male doctors. We have. Yeah. Uh, and she's kind of like the antithesis of that. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have that. She doesn't really have that kind of. You know, oh, you know, I'm the great, you know, the the 
defender of time and the universe <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. But she does a little bit sometimes, but you know, really yeah, there's, not that there's no she just kind of... name like the oncoming storm or anything like that, is there? And no, well, exactly. We talked about exactly. that, didn't we, Paul? It, we, it makes we have for... several times. Yeah. Yeah. Although I was watching the uh, the Saranga, Saranga conundrum the other day, and uh, she does have several yeah. volumes. She does say yes. of that. Yeah. <laughs> several <laughs> volumes. That's right. You know, there's all the theme. That that element of um, you know the doctor's always had an element of uh, grandiosity or, or grandiosity or, or whatever it is, isn't it? But yeah. it, it varies. Between... And, so, and sometimes she needs mm. it. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes she needs it to make her point. Yeah. Yeah. The Saranga yeah. conundrum actually has one of my favorite Doctor moments, which is. Oh, go on. Which is it? She's she is um. She needs. She wants to get back to her TARDIS. And, and shout out to Astos, who, the actor who played Astos, who's since gone on to win every single award for uh, Ted Jessup. Yeah. yeah. And she says, he says, you're being hostile. She, I'm not being hostile. She is so, and he says, yes, you are. You're being hostile and selfish. There are patients who need help and you're stopping yeah. me from doing so that. focused on and that then, selfish kind of path that she needs to go. She's yeah. got to get back to her TARDIS, right? Yes, and then she says, she stops, and mm. she thinks about it, and she's like, you're right. And she admits it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which pre and a lot of previous doctors perhaps wouldn't have done. And it was <gasps> so... I mean, imagine today mm. admitting that you're wrong. Mm. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sixth doctor. Me so wrong? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. it from the other perspective. <laughs> it was yeah. so... In a way, you know, we talk about the doctor, the doctor is a time lord, but it was so, it, I don't know, it was so human. Mm. Mm. Yes, And yes. it was so... Yes, absolutely. Um, she, she is powerful, she is dangerous, she is the universe, but you don't get the sense that she's a god. Mm. Like that you would get with Tennant or Capaldi. She is yeah. dangerous. She will mess you up. She is. Mm -hmm. She is. She is a. She's got. She's a god, but she's not a god. If that makes sense. She does it with a with a nice smile on her face, yeah. and it's kind of yeah. warm and fuzzy. Uh, yeah. You know, danger. You know? An optimistic god. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah definitely. Optimistic. Yes. Yeah. I feel yeah. like. Um, I feel like she's kind of godly when she's up against like major threats. Um, 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 like um, I feel like when when she, when she when she encounters the recon Dalek, you you, you oh. do sort of get a sense of that oncoming storm nest, but she kind of uses. Um, oh, yeah. but, but what I love is, is is kind of how she diminishes kind of all, um, all, um, all, all, um, all her enemies. She kind of make, uh, makes fool of all them using her words. Yeah, like, that's we, a very doctor. We talked about that too. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah. and. In that scene in particular, um, um, I, um, I love how you can see, um, um, see the fear on the on the Dalek mm. um, once it finds out who this is. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's yeah. that, that's kind of that's a really good way of, of still showing how you know powerful it and is, dangerous yeah. she is. Just just to introduce another and, person to the uh, to the group, actually, we are joined by oh, she shrunk. Uh, my daughter down there, Freya. Hello. She she might she might just drop in some kind of one line nonsense or something I don't know but we'll see how we go I, and we, I, we do have to get could 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 I could, yes. I, could I could I could I just say a couple I, I just of course James yes yeah, go for it because I because I knew I knew I knew I wanted to say these two <laughs> go, go for it and I've and I've rambled on about it right. no 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 you haven't but uh, 
But what I, what I really want to say was that um, the fir- the first thing was um, uh, what was so wonderful mm-hmm. about season eleven, and I, I, I get so frustrated when I hear people talk about you. Oh, just nothing. It was just a nothing series. It was not a nothing no. series. It was deliberately mm. this new Doctor coming in and being the world, the universe is amazing mm, yeah. and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And every single adventure seemed to be to be a story of her going, oh, this is brilliant, oh, this is brilliant, this is fantastic, this is new to me, and all that sort of thing, which you never really got with the other Doctors, I okay, felt they yeah, would yeah. sort of walk in there, and then they'd take charge and do, kind of, you know, doctory type stuff, which is great, you know, I mean, that's the, to have this different thing, this different way of doing things, this different approach, that really... I think that's what really engaged me about the 13th Doctor from the very beginning was these stories utter and that's what was so wonderful about Series 11 Mm. was that you had hardly any um, kind of well I mean no old you know they're they're all standalone creatures or enemies yeah Yeah, absolutely which which I really really enjoyed Mm. Yeah. I think the closest then, then we get is the Fez, isn't it? In, uh, in Kablam, that's how the closest yeah. we get to any... Yeah, that's it, yes, the Fez, the Fez, fantastic, yes. Although I don't quite count that as an enemy, but... I, <laughs> I, I... I don't know, maybe it was. <laughs> Dep- depends how hard it is. Yeah. <laughs> and if it fits um, or not, yeah. And you said there was another point, James. And the, and the other thing is, the last thing is, and uh, I, I, I come this as, a, as a gay man, mm. I want to say, you know, out and proud... And that is why Praxius is one of my favourite stories because yeah. two of the most beautiful yeah. men in the world <laughs> have a good old, big old romantic yeah. snog <laughs> in the TARDIS. Yes, absolutely. And, <laughs> and they're menly the men. The universe doesn't yeah. end. <laughs> and they're menly men as well. And they're married to each other yeah. too. And this is just... Yeah. And, and t- to me, that was just one of the most... I mean, I... Because I bawled my eyes out of that, of course I did. <laughs> and uh, so, so that was just fantastic. And I just wanted to, you know, say that out yeah. loud and, and and hopefully it won't get cut. No, no, of course. Brilliant. Thanks for sharing. Yes, you know, awesome. yeah. Thank you. Thanks for sharing, guys. Right. Um, Francis, I'm, sorry, let's, Paul. I'm, I'm just going oh, to go interrupt. I just want to say, um, Saranga Conundrum's got one of my favourite mm. moments, which is, oh, yeah, is drop, drop kicking the pating. That's that is good. That little shit. Yes. Got what it deserved. <laughs> Jeff is always the first one to swear on the podcast. He's reminded me well, over here. You know, with so the time and space being what they are, you've just ensured that the main enemy for the the regeneration episode is the goddamn Pating, right? Quite right. Oh, let's hope so. Okay, so let, let, I tell you what. Let me ask a general question then, before we, because uh, uh, we're going to move on to Francis in a minute. But let me ask a general question. Let's oh, just no. go around. Who is everybody's favourite villain slash monster slash antagonist Ooh. of the Thirteenth Doctor's era? So let's start from oh. let's start from Ian Banks because Ian joined us late and uh, he he needs to say something. So come on, Ian. You, we're starting with you because you've also got the name of one of my absolute top favourite authors as well. It has to be said. Uh, one of mine as well. Um, honestly, I don't know if I could say. I think um, the the person I've enjoyed seeing the most in the Thirteenth Doctor has been Sasha's oh, master. Yeah. I think he's been amazing. Yes. What a villain! Yeah. What a villain! Yeah. Harvey, what about you? Yes. What's your favourite of the Thirteenth Doctor's era? Your favourite villain? I'm gonna have to say Tim Shaw. Samuel Tim Shaw! Yes! Tim Shaw! Tim Shaw! 
There we go. Two shots. <laughs> Charlie, come on. What's yours? Eat my nice yours? Oh, oh I, I can't. Ooh, and you're not allowed to repeat it's... either. So if someone's picked yours already, you have to make a different one. Oh, clown. Oh, you know, come on. That's the game. That's the rules. I didn't make them. Well, actually, I did. You did. But that's the rules. <laughs> oh, my, my brain's gone blank now because I'm trying to remember his name, but it's um, the sort of half Cyberman, half. Because he's yes, we've lost Asha. That's it. Because well we've we've seen something like that in although it is a bit, it's not really aged well in Torchwood because we've had. Uh, <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Of, <laughs> don't, say don't say it. Don't say it. Yes, um, Asha is a how, proper villain. Yeah. yeah, that's how I imagine a Cyberman, well, half converted oh, Cyberman, yeah. to actually yeah. look because. You can see, like, there's, there's no, there's no need for what I heard in that story, but you know, something like that is so, it's so dark because you've got, yeah. you know, you've got part, even though it's biomechanical, you've got part machine, part mm -hmm. whatever he is, part humanoid, and it's sort of like he's stuck between those two, yeah. and it was perfect yes. having him in that episode because it was kind of like Frankenstein's monster. He is Absolutely. a creation. Yeah of something original and something not human and it's just it was amazing something and just filled with that, rage yes that dark mm, because that episode was so dark especially mm. the part where you know you've got the maid who's hiding mm -hmm. in a spot where she thinks she's going to be safe but he can hear her and then you you can hear the noises of something happening. You can't it? see it, yeah. but you can hear the noises of her, mm. you know, getting killed off. I absolutely love that episode. We, yeah. we might well come back to that. Tony, yeah. your favourite um, villain of the Thirteenth Doctor's <laughs> era. Come on, who is it? What is it? Well, I was I was I was going to go for for Sasha's master, but if you want to be particular about it, yes, I do. It's going to be oh. <laughs> That that oh. sort of episode where he's hiding from everything, and then that last minute reveal, and that's sort of perfect for me. That that really, really made me sort of mm. squee in my chair. I was like, oh my what god! <laughs> 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 what what a cliffhanger that was! Yeah, that well, one of the best cliffhangers. Yeah, I was watching yeah. that the other night actually. And yeah. it, it, I, I've watched it a lot of times, and it it still gets me every time, even though you know what's coming, and and the way that yeah. suddenly this other personality kind of yeah. fills that you know mm. that that guy who we've come to love up until that point it's like oh my god it's the master spy exactly yeah i mean the, it's sort of a, a redo on you know the yana thing but it's mm. and uh, the yana reveals yeah. again still years after still is good. still effective mm -hmm. to me but yes there's something just twisted about the way that yeah. that works in uh, with sasha and he's still yeah, carrying him around. around. <laughs> oh, no, Jeff has something. No, I was going to say an, another little moment I really like in that episode is when they're running to get in the plane and uh, the doctor climbs in and she just goes, she's in. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> Morgan, let's come to you. Who's your uh, favourite 13th Doctor antagonist to date? Mm, well, um, that's a tricky one. I'd probably say, um, considering... A lot of people have already said mine. I'm probably going to say a sea devil. Or oh, the Centaurans. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. just something about them that's just so classic and so yeah. modern. It's just like, yeah, it's just... They, they were yeah. done so well. I wanted to ride a horse. I'm thinking <laughs> <of> <laughs> I, have, I got Jonathan Watson <laughs> to sign that on a picture. Did you? You never did. <laughs> <laughs> did you? I did. I got... Oh, I, I said can you, he signed <laughs> it. I wanted to ride a horse. 
<laughs> Fantastic. Francis, let's come to you. Can I say Tecteon? abusive parent and then the sort of illegitimate power oh. yeah she's got it all so yeah. Yeah. Nice. quite right that's a good one good shout now we don't have many <laughs> left james well that's that's mine that's oh. yours gone uh, yeah. by the time we get to ethan there's gonna be nobody left but let's go for it <laughs> I'll, t I'll tell you what, I'll, t I'll, t I'll, t I'll take a hit for the team and say Crasco, but I'll tell you for why. I'll tell you, I'll tell you for why. No, actually, it's, mm. it's actually a good choice. It's because everybody goes, oh, Crasco, what a rubbish villain. No, I don't. That's the point. He's Crasco, a rubbish yeah. villain, because he's a racist yeah. and racist yes. and banal, mm -hmm. yeah. and, and, yeah. and they, they have nothing going no. for them. So it's the whole point of and being like And there's quite a lot of... Human uh, villains in in this era, aren't they? You know, they're not all aliens and monsters yes. and things. Mm. And Crasco is, you know, yeah. Some people they don't get it, but the whole, like you say, James, the whole point no. of him is that he's he's racist and he's, you know, even in the future, all of that yes. stuff is is, you know, in 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 the yeah. show still going on, and he's he's mm. so consumed by it, he's he's coming back to try and change, you know, history for his his version of exactly. a better it's, world. It's it's futile. It's mm. utterly yeah. futile. Yeah. That's nasty. So, Katie, who is your um, 13th Doctor nemesis? I am so choice? surprised that nobody said him. Nobody uh, said it yet. Nobody yeah. said it yet, although shout out to Sasha, because I love Sasha. Swarm. I freaking oh. Swarm. Oh, yeah. Swarm is the epitome. If, if Doctor Who did a good 90s mm. Disney villain, it would be Swarm. <laughs> he is so, he has got the Ursula Frollo, uh, Jafar yeah. kind of smarmy villain. I love him. And, and I Cuban hope Hills. to, yeah, and God, Hills, oh my yeah. God. Mm. Both of the sense. Swarm and Azure looked phenomenal. Shout out to yeah, the costume designer on that season. Yeah, right. Hold on. Um, right. They Definitely. absolutely brilliant, but yeah, mm. I wish we. I, I hope we get him on Big Finish because Swarm did, was great. Did you guys listen to our our podcast with Sam Sproul who mm. plays Swarm? You got him? No, not yet. Yeah. Oh, I need oh my god, I would lose <laughs> it. Katie, you need to check out our back catalogue. I yeah. would lose <laughs> it. As and soon as <laughs> as soon as um, Sam started speaking in that voice, I was sat in this chair and literally the goosebumps just went right yeah. up my spine. I, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to ask because I was suddenly faced with a terrible swarm. I would just be And he's just like, I'm just a guy. You know, in that yeah. voice that he has that lovely Slowly loach. Melting into the chair in fear. So Ethan, and first on the list. Come on then, you've had time to think yeah, about this. I want no yeah. excuses. Yeah, well, Katie kind of stole it from me, but I was going to No, it's okay, it's okay. Um, 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 it's okay, because I've got different points anyway. Like, I think what's great about Swarm and Azure is, mm. you know... I didn't say Azure. Azure. Take Azure. Um, okay, <laughs> all right, right, fine. I'll talk about both of them as a collective, but yeah. Oh, I see. Um, I think what's great about them, though, is, you know, a lot of the other enemies of, of a doctor um of the first eve doctor it seems like she's able um you know she, she even she's even met them before you know say if it's you know a dalek or a cyberman or the master or sea devil or whatever 
and you know like sh she kind of um knows a fair bit about them and I, I, I even have a new one she can kind of get a good sense of who they are whereas mm -hmm. what's kind of terrifying for her is that swarm and azure they have a history with the with the doctor mm. i know so much about her yet she knows nothing about yeah, them um, yeah. um, mm. um and you, you and you can see how the dynamic between them is so different compared to say her and the dalek or or, or her and the master mm. like um and a sort of like how do you you know um how do you like um fight against that when mm. th when they can know your every move um and yeah, mm. and yeah, you sort of see the fear in, fear, fear in her eyes when she's up against them because they're so unpredictable and they're so yeah. mysterious. Because yeah, like I feel like a lot, of, a lot of their powers are never really delved into or explained. But I think that's fine because it, it kind of gives them a big element of mystery and yeah. unpredictability. Yeah, you don't need to know it all. No. Ambiguous, exactly. <laughs> and I know, like in the end, what brings them down is well, I, I mean, obviously, it, it was that I found that. The fact that the, the, the second flux event was cancelled by the doctor and um, and her friends, so like you know, um, they kind of outwitted them, kind of in it um, inadvertently because it, it because it took someone more powerful than them to take them down, which was time itself. Um, but yeah, like um, I just love them so much. Mm. They were probably probably the most refreshing villains we've had in years. Oh, they, they were um, brilliant. Yeah, yeah and um, um, and. If if they don't come back, I'm really hoping um, mm. we have them in Big Finish because yeah. they yeah. they're, they're, they're just so, to do that. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, there's so much to find out because um, because yeah because so yeah, yeah they were just going they were just so they were just so compelling and going back to um, Francis's earlier point I also hope we we, we get more on Tech Tayun whether or not that's mm. through Big Finish or an actual show because I feel like she, she, well, I feel like they would be yes, a please. great new reoccurring villain because mm. I because yeah. you no know, you know, I do love the Dalek Cybermen and the Master but I, but I would love a new reoccurring villain yes. That, yes. That, that that spans many years like they do rather yeah. than have to go through yeah, all those yeah. over and over it, again so yeah anyway uh, <laughs> thank so, you guys really France, appreciate yeah. that so we'll, we'll come to francis in a minute paul i just want to know what what yes, your mate. favorite villain is uh i'm also going to say gonna, i knew you're going to ask me that i'm going to say swarm because it's, it's our it? podcast <laughs> and I, I can have swarm advice advice from a 15 year old no do you know i i i they're not. They're really not. Do you know what I like about, <laughs> about the villains of this era? I think Jeff, you touched on it. The fact that they are, they're in in a way they're slightly more abstract than the kind of villains that we're used to. We do get the grand posturing through the likes of Swarm and everything else, but um, mostly the thread is that they represent very identifiable human. Mm. Not, obviously quality is not the word right but they're aspects of humanity that represent our very yeah. worst and the thing yeah. about Chris Chibnall's writing and it's right through in every episode when you look back that he's written the villains are absolutely 100% irredeemable there is yeah. nothing nice about them there is no or there's almost no point giving them a second chance even the Dalek in resolution Jody, you know, Jody gives it a say I, I did warn him didn't I I did I did give him a choice but he's going to have to do the damage. They, they, you know, and you look at Tecteon, brilliant. You know, nothing redeemable about her whatsoever. Ashad, absolutely hate-filled rage monster. You know, did for his own his own children. Um, you look at even Solomon in in uh, dinosaurs on a spaceship. Nothing nice about that guy at all. Right. So what I like about this era, about Jody's antagonists, mm -hmm. is the fact they are actually nasty. 
and we can see reflections of them in ourselves, the people we know. And whilst that doesn't sound very positive, I think it's very important to be aware of the evils that are just lurking behind because that is what the doctor fights. Those things for me are the shadows under the bed, you know, the things that whisper to us from behind the curtains when, when, the, when the lights go off. And, and it shows so, that, you know, they're, they're evil and cruel without needing exactly. weapons and fists and yeah. things like that. It's all about, you know, like we, we talked mm -hmm. about, you know, Tim Shaw is quite a psychological bad guy yeah. he's he's cruel and uh you know m manipulative and horrible and he you know he does kill people you know of course he will but you know there's there's not a lot of kind of shooting or punching or anything like that you know it's all kind of quite cerebral which is is uh cerebral well yeah. that's, that's a big word mate for this time of well night. yeah that's, you know. good, that's a good word <laughs> awesome awesome big, <laughs> a big word for any time of the day um, yeah, let's, let's, let's go over to you francis why don't you tell us uh, about your love for the 13th doctor and jody and yeah. what, what she means to you and how it all came about well i mean i um i wasn't a massive hoovian I'm. <gasps> I know. Sorry. Everyone I'm, together. <laughs> Where's that fun, John? Eject. Eject. I'm, I'm old enough to have have watched it as a child to have hidden behind yeah. the sofa from Daleks. And weirdly, though, I I I have really no recollection of the actual Doctors. It was all mm. about the companions for me. Really? Um, Ace okay. in particular, I think, may have been quite a formative influence on my life. So yeah, I um, so I, you know I was kind of interested in yeah. I, you know I'd seen I'd seen mm. some of the new Who, um, and I was like oh they've cast a woman that's interesting I will watch that as a gender studies uh, person and you know by the end of the first episode I was like oh my god I I love it I love her I love her so much <laughs> and I think uh, I mean what what did it for me is the the moment after she falls through the roof of the train and Yaz is like you know, excuse me, madam. And she's like, why are you calling me madam? <laughs> because you're a woman. Does it suit me? And I was just like, oh my God. I, have, I don't think I've ever related to the lead character in a television show ever before the 13th Doctor. Mm, and I think really? there's something about the way, because what I found interesting is that they, you know, all the hype was about, it's a woman, it's a woman, a woman is playing this role, a woman. But actually she's not a woman. And <laughs> It's uh, for me no. that I mm -hmm. read her or I relate to her as incredibly kind of ungendered or agendered or genderqueer, however you want to um, talk about it. And that's what really kind of does it for me with her. Like, And I think Jodie has been incredible because if you look at what Jodie did before Doctor Who, mm. I, I don't know that you would think that she kind of had this performance in her. And I think no. that says more about the kinds of roles True. that female actors get in and you know what would be available to yeah. her um generally and like she's done some yeah, amazing you're kind of work. not allowed to be they're not allowed to be um, kind of quirky kooky yeah exactly exactly um, she's played a lot of sad girlfriends take those take those roles yeah. um yeah so yeah to, i mean but i just think everything the way she embodies the character as well like when you look at how the 13th doctor moves she doesn't move like somebody who has been raised as an earth woman do you know what i mean it's like she's bringing mm. something to that that's sort of different and i don't know whether that's you know something that she thought about or whether it just <clears throat> kind of came with the character or whatever but i just mm. you know i just couldn't get enough of it and the outfit as well it's like yeah yeah like yeah. what um katie was saying about the the outfit being so comfortable like oh my, i know i own so many um 
striped t-shirts now and I've, i wish i could wear trousers that length all year round i don't know my shins are too cold but like <laughs> this is what i wore to work today this is what i wear every day now uh, it's like trousers with braces actually really work if you've got a weird shaped body um Paul, th- <laughs> get this, into this the backs up trousers. I, I said recently i think she's the coolest dressed doctor and uh <laughs> yeah yeah, I I tweeted Ray Holman that uh, ages ago, and he he liked it. Well, we had Ray Holman on the podcast as well. I might have told him that then. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I, and all the kind of variants of her outfit as well have been like not not masculine or feminine. I think mm. they've done something really interesting with it, and I love it. And then suddenly, yeah, you know, I was forking out 200 quid to go and meet Jodie at a con and it's like where which, did which this one was that Francis <laughs> um the one in February yes uh, uh, in London yeah yeah, so, yeah same one I was at and Ethan yeah. was there as well yeah was, and I got to talk to Jodie and so yeah. my life was complete. the one that I wasn't there for that's yeah. insane isn't it Jeff? yeah that's what <laughs> really means to play. Oh, the one that Paul didn't go yeah. to yeah. Paul, Paul said I've I've got to do some family stuff and I was oh. like well there I, we you know, I, I've been giving her Podcast. I've been given a free a pass. I'm allowed to go, Aww. and then, it was and then such I phoned him. Day as well, because there was yeah. so many of us there mm. in thirteen outfits. Yeah, and that picture. They were was all great. genders, and it didn't matter. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, mm. just in, an incredible day. Um, wait, I'm yeah. going to find you my picture. So you Ethan is just holding us up with a well-practiced smile. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Brilliant. Sure. <laughs> this one's terrible, but I'll tell you anyway. Oh. There you go. Oh, look at that. <laughs> no, Brilliant. Sometimes I think about Jodie Whittaker's hand on my shoulder. Oh. Yeah, yeah, do you know, I, th- yeah, so, so I think the same thing. Oh, yeah. and, and she really liked my tie. Yes, Ethan, we've seen your face. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's a great picture, Ethan. It's a great picture. Oh, oh, there's, there's oh, Harvey's. Oh, that's a good one. Nice. Yeah, yeah, we like that. See, nice. I, I don't have one of those. No. I don't have one either. Oh, I've never met I her. don't have one well, either. Well, I'd, I'd be quite happy if you wanted to Photoshop your face onto mine in, in my picture. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can pay for it. Deep fake technology yeah. by yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you, want, you want to put your photograph on my face? You can do that. I'll let you do it. <laughs> is, that, is that what I sound like? Oh, dear. <laughs> with a bit of treatment on this side, mate. Yeah. Next is Morgan. Hello, Morgan. How Hello. are you? Hello. <laughs> right. right. I'm really enjoying this. Are you? Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. Isn't it? it's, brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's good to be in a room chatting with like-minded people, isn't it? Even if it's yeah. only virtual. Yeah. yeah it's it, it's know, um, it, good to. It's good to spend time with Thirteenth Doctor fans and yeah, feel like inclusive with everyone. It's like yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, you, you you were a bit nervous, weren't you? So hopefully you've um, been... Uh, yeah, a bit, you, but... We told you it would be fine. So. And Charlie was nervous, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we, we were talking to each other. Yes. Going, I'm so scared. Yeah. We I, 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 was, I was looking at that. That sort of conversation. <laughs> oh, no. Like perspective. My, my omnipotent throne. <laughs> going, oh, no. Well, so I, I, I looked at it and thought... At all. But <laughs> if I was, it's only because I always do that every day. I, I and I looked and I thought, have. there's no need to be nervous. We're just like you. We're, we're all <laughs> it is great. Or better. It is. So come no, on then, Morgan. Um, when did you first um, discover Doctor Who then? Well, um, so I discovered Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Well, this is actually surprising because considering I'm like 21 going on 22. Um, oh, 
<laughs> yeah. Nobody believes me. Now I feel yeah. old. <laughs> so, um, when Doctor bit. Who was advertised yeah. in 2004, like, it was like a Christmas um, time or something like that. Basically, there was a trailer of Doctor Who basically saying, mm. the time is near. And he was like... Oh my and it was like a <laughs> promo of it, basically stating the time is near with F, yeah. and then all we hear at the end of it is, I'm the Doctor, nice to meet you, Rose, run for your life, and it was like, is that, is that really a show that I want to watch? <laughs> I, I remember saying nothing to mm. my mom and sisters, I was like, is that really a show I want to watch? And then my mom said to me in 2005, well... Why don't you just sit down, watch it, and find out? So, since Eccleston, I've just really been a fan of it. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, and 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 so with uh, with the Thirteenth Doctor, has, has anything changed? Has your fandom, as uh, your fan gene increased? Has your loyalty <laughs> yes. increased, or is it just everything's increased? Continued. It's Inclu- increased, okay. including creativity, because mm. now surprisingly, I actually do a YouTube channel that is uh, basically called Morgan Hoofian. And... We didn't have a conversation about this yeah, one, Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I've, I've hit it well. I'm secret like the spy master. So, oh, so the question is, why do I love the 13th Doctor? Well, so, um, the 13th Doctor is basically, and I'm trying not to sound so cringy. Don't worry about it. I think yeah. the cringy no. will be too much for the edit. No, no, <laughs> so, no, no, no one will even know you're on the podcast, Morgan. Yeah. Be... Wow. <laughs> no, there's so, no cringe. Just tell us, tell us how you feel. So, the 13th Doctor is basically my role model, like, in mm. terms of, how she is, how her personality is, how the character traits are, personality, um, I've, I don't know if I've actually covered all of it, yeah, um, just her personality, the characteristics mm-hmm. and everything, and how she, how she basically combats um, hate and evil and just people who are generally just, you know, just trying to down to it and be mm. like, oh yeah, well, you, you may be a woman, but... They, it's like some of the villains are basically like they're like better than the Thirteenth Doctor, and it's like, well, actually, they're mm-hmm. not because she's just as powerful as they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so basically, um, I'll actually try and recap of what um, Katie said earlier when she said that um, the lockdown stuff really helped um, mm-hmm. her and stuff. Well. It actually helped me quite a bit mm. too because um, when it was like in lockdown and stuff, I must admit lockdown wasn't easy for no. me personally. And mm. um, and yeah, basically my creativity basically started from lockdown happening, and and then pretty recently with um, and losses of a family member of mine. So yeah, I'm. Unfortunately, going through the grieving process and potentially Sorry. developing um, issues in terms of mental health because of the grieving process. Mm. But I have the Thirteenth Doctor there as a form of comfort. And as um, Katie also stated, um, 
I I found like comfort in coloring books, which is obviously the Joe Whitby coloring book, and I bas I basically um, finished it off tonight. Even though my I was planning on f actually it is Monday, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just Monday, I, yeah. I just thought to myself, is it actually Monday? Because I was actually planning on completing it by Monday. How about we uh, we. We come to you for a minute, Charlie, and um, oh, wouldn't you you tell us a bit about your thirteenth Doctor uh, love? Oh well, um, I've been a fan since well, I've been a fan since uh, two thousand four, uh, probably a little bit before that, because when um, my parents were both born in the fifties, so my dad was born in nineteen fifty, my mum was born in nineteen fifty eight, so they watched. Um, the original. Uh, my mum right. was terrified of the Daleks, and she—I <laughs> remember her telling me about um, the Celestial Toy Maker and how terrifying it was. Um, and so when the—I I I can't remember if I watched the trailer. I must have done. Um, we so we got. The, the, I loved like finding out about it because it, it was like a, a new thing for me. So I asked my parents about it, and obviously they told me about what they like saw Morgan. and what my dad watched and everything yeah. and um, we'd got and I've still got it somewhere I've got a uh, I think it was I don't know if it was released 2004 or 2005 but it was a um, it was like a look through I think the first episode and um, the, the the props and uh, it was basically behind the scenes and on the back of it it's got the TARDIS with all the episodes for series one um, and before it came on, before it came on the series, uh, there was um, Scream of Schalke because there was a classic Doctor Who website that was still up. So mm. I, I, I browsed Ooh. all of that, um, and then I watched Scream of Schalke. I, and I lived on it. that website. Yeah, I lived yeah. On the games on it. The games on it. Charter with yeah. Gorgan. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The old um, yeah, we do. Yeah, I see it on the website. Oh, yeah. Flash, flash. Um, yeah, flash so, animator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, king. It'll yeah, come back one day. It yes, will, it will. It will. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I um, I absolutely adored the series. Because the series, mm. for me, it's, it's sort of... It's, it's bizarre, because it kind of takes over your life. I mean, oh, yeah. So um, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sort of a a living, breathing, tw uh, nearly twenty year old, uh, eight year old um, Hoovian that cannot, you know, go through a day without thinking about the damn thing. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> and you can't you can't you can't walk past a no, blue no. door. So here's the thing: exactly. it, it, it's, yes, it's, it's so absorbed my life that mm. right now, and I I mentioned it on my tweet to Morgan. I'm wearing right now a knit a piece of knitwear that my mother made for me for one of the Christmases. And I don't know if you can see it. Nice. It's got. That's excellent. Daleks and Cybermen. Yes. Weeping Angels on it. There's, Weeping have, Angels, yeah. I nice. think I've got about five of these in total. That's fantastic. So that's, one's that's got the best a Christmas on it. I've seen. One's got a Dalek yeah. on it. I've yeah. got a hat with stuff on it. I'm, I'm, I'm massively obsessed with it. So I'm liking that knitwear. Going, going back, so I, I've, I've never not watched Doctor Who. I just, I can't mm. miss it. I'm, I'm like with James. If anybody tries to, sort, well, nobody, nobody, nobody invites me to things. So it's not like, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, like, oh, come to the pub. No. Doctor Who is on. Why? Yeah. No, no, no. Doctor Who is on. I can't. I can't not watch it. So I get annoyed if somebody tries to take me away from it. It's like uh, Mitch Ben's Doctor Who song. 
You know, the uh, when when they brought out series five, sorry, series one, um, there was a song he released which was basically the lyrics were, "Call me during Doctor Who and I'll kill you." <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've seen that. If you want to survive, yeah. So Actually, that's me. Even though I've, the times have changed, that's I mean, me. I'll, you'll finish watching the episode, and then you'll. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so um, Get it right. I'm really bad at talking about this. But yeah, so I. I've never missed an episode. Mm-hmm. I've watched all of Torchwood. I've nearly technically watched all of Sarah Jane Adventures. I've watched all of Class. We need another series of Class. Agreed. I, I deny yeah. them getting rid of it because I don't know why it was such a brilliant series. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so... Um, K9, Australian K9. Oh, well, <laughs> I've seen one episode and I'm a bit oh, about it. Controversial. A bit about it. Uh, <laughs> So, um, going back to, to the series, because I'm really bad at explaining this. So, um, one thing I absolutely loved about series 10, sorry, series 11, I'm really yep. bad tonight, um, is that they, um, they decided to introduce a character which is dear to my heart because um, my condition is very, well, it's not well talked about. So, Ryan is dyspraxic, mm-hmm. and I was born dyspraxic. Um, I was diagnosed at school because I was incredibly slow and um, I found it hard to you know, listen to stuff, I found it hard to do homework, I found it hard mm. to just take stuff from my mind and put it on paper, it was so hard. Um, and when I was diagnosed it was brilliant, but the thing is, there is not a lot of, mm. there, isn't, there isn't anything really on TV that will, that shows off a character mm. with the condition, so you've got either things that are close to it like people that have got autism or people that have got Asperger's and it's mm-hmm. it's dependable of how well done they do the character because sometimes they can go over the top with it sometimes they can you know glimpse it ever so slightly but I thought Ryan was brilliant because mm-hmm. even though there's there's iterations on disorder everyone's different everyone that's got it is, has got a different variation in it I thought they did the whole um, storyline with Ryan really well. And when it comes to the Doctor, because people were saying who their favourite Doctors are, I find it hard because I like the, all the different Doctors. I've not seen much of Classic and I haven't seen the five Doctors and I'm very sorry. I've not <laughs> seen them yet. That's your own work, I will watch it eventually. You um, must. You must. I will. I will. After this, you get it watched. Yeah. 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 Um, you want to see tweets from everybody? Um, yeah. yeah. So, oh, no, you've got to watch it. You've got to watch it. It doesn't matter how weird it is. You've got to watch that. Watching it. Yeah. <laughs> with the scene. You'll know it's scene. I'll watch it again after this. Yeah, I think the Five Doctors. It's a good beginner story for, for Classic Who mm. because you get a bit of a flavour of of a good portion of Literally the Doctors. Everyone. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like yeah, I, 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 I remember it was the first Classic Doctor Who DVD I got for, for my eighth birthday, um, um, and I think my parents got me that with the intention to kind of give me a bit of a flavour of different, you know, different areas of Classic Who since a lot of them are in it. So anyway, I'll show you. Sorry. Um, so when when people are trying to choose doctors, for me, um, I see the doctor as being because everybody sees them differently. So I see the doctor as being very like me. So in in some aspects, 
I like to think the Doctor is quite neurodiverse in the sense mm -hmm. of they look, they appear human because they're humanoid, but they're not human, which is what I feel like a lot of the time. Because yeah. I mean, my my dad is uh, my dad is autistic. My brother is autistic. My mm. dad found out about autism through my brother because in the fifties it wasn't really a a thing. Nobody really talked about it. I mean, it's like dyspraxia. Nobody really understood about it until yeah. I think the 1970s so before yeah. then it was known as clumsy child syndrome which is just a lovely really well oh way of um, describing it because I it's am gonna extremely make anybody clumsy. feel good about themselves I'm, ex really? I'm extremely clumsy so um with with Jodie's uh, doctor um and even Levin because I consider those two to be very similar to me because they are very similar doctors but there's there's differences so with Jodie she is, I mean, I've never met the woman. I would love to meet her. But from what I've heard, she's just this amazing actress that is so, she, she just, she illuminates a room when she walks into it, even when she's playing the doctor. Because a lot of the time when people are playing the doctors, they're either pretending to be a different version of themselves or they're basically playing themselves. Because I mean, Matt was, Matt is basically the doctor. I mean, he doesn't need to do anything and he's the doctor. <laughs> he, he can just say something you're like, oh look, the doctor would totally say that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so Jodie, Jodie is, I mean, when Katie was here, I wish I'd said it, but when she was wearing, when, she's, when she had that outfit on, it was like, and she was talking like so much about her and how she loves her and all this lot. Mm -hmm. That I, I was like, it's like you're getting hugged by the doctor, isn't it? Because you're wearing the outfit and you are pretending to be <laughs> her, but it's yeah. like you're getting a hug off her. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, she is. I mean, when she did when she did yellow for uh, um, mm -hmm. children in need, and she gave her all in that, and. She, yeah. um, was there a dry eye in the house when she sang that song? No, but I'm okay. not a fan of Coldplay, but hey. Yeah, yeah possib so, possibly yeah, a controversial no, opinion. No. I prefer her version than the Coldplay version. No, I, I, I agree. agree. Yeah, yeah. Say it. I, she, she's not controversial at all. She's got, <laughs> she has a better voice. I kind of wish Chris they did Martin. a duet. I think they should do a duet together, like Chris and her. Although she'd be there going, "Oh my god, oh my god!" Calm down, calm down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so with. Jodie, she mm. is she is just like sunshine. She is yeah. the doctor. She hardly needs to do anything, yes. and she's the doctor. So yeah. she is to yeah. me. She's a very neurodiverse because she just speaks. It mm. speaks to me, and I love her. I just one. I wish I could meet her. I'm one of these Whovians mm. that oh. will talk about Doctor for a long period of time to the point where my parents will ask me really nicely to shut yeah. up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I love I love this fandom. I love the people that are in it. I love how amazing some people are. I mean, the other ones, they can go away. Um, hey. the, um, I, I love how warm everyone, I love Katie. I love Katie just talking about how much she adores Jodie Whittier. I wish yeah. I could give her a hug, but she's too blooming far away. I know, um, And No, you can okay, okay. I'm putting it out here right, and, and I, well, actually, I'm sorry, because you started going on about the accent. I just jumped into on it. Anyone, if if any of you come to Chicago and you see me on the street and I am dressed like this, just yeah. come up and be uh, like, may I please absolutely. give you a hug? Yeah. And I will give you yeah. the yeah. biggest yeah. hug. I will give uh, you a hug as mm. Katie. Yeah. I will give you a hug as 13. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah
everyone here, everyone in this, well, I know we're, not, we're in different rooms, everybody here, we're like a massive family, it's amazing. I, I love this fandom, I don't ever want to leave this fandom, everyone's so right. enthusiastic. I mean, uh, with Katie talking about the fan art, I do fan art, it's not very <laughs> good. I do uh, stories, they're not very good, but uh, people appreciate my artwork, they appreciate it more than on Instagram. Ugh, Instagram. Um, but um, I, 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 I love following people that are just so enthusiastic about the show, so enthusiastic about the people that are in it, and just, they're all lovely. I want to come to Harvey for a minute. Harvey, I want to find out about uh, when you met Jodie and Mandip, and what led you to that. <laughs> well, I honestly, it was something I've been waiting for for a long time. When Jodie became the Doctor, that was in what 2018. Yeah, that was around the time that I, I started going to conventions, meeting all these different Who fans and people from other fandoms, and just generally meeting lots of new people. And I basically said to myself as soon as series 11 aired that I was gonna put some money aside one one Christmas for if the day ever came and it, it did come as you know Jeff it was how to describe that day it it was incredible wasn't it yes it was mm, it was phenomenal. Uh, absolutely yeah it, just brilliant there's something about Jodie and this is coming from someone who's mm. met Peter Davison, Colin Baker, Sylvester McCoy, basically nearly every doctor uh, still living that is. And that she just has an energy that is so different to everyone else. There was a time because I went to meet her again uh, at Birmingham. I met her and Sasha and Joe Martin. Yeah. And we, we had a little interaction at the signing table and there was there was a, a sign right there that said no selfies but alas you know everyone got a selfie <laughs> yeah yeah no one paid and any attention i had it. yeah no um there were people getting in the queue multiple times i i, I have one friend who i think got in the queue three times three signings <laughs> three <laughs> selfies <laughs> wow. and it's like a, a fair i ground, had right? left my <laughs> selfie fair yeah <laughs> Mm. Sorry, I'd I'll left my timer on on my, on my phone ten, 10 seconds and we stood there for 10 seconds and she she turned to me and said oh, oh that's alright that you've left your timer on let's see who can pull the silliest face <laughs> and I, I will find that <laughs> so that was incredible and Have to you be put honest that picture I think on at Twitter? the end of the day no, it's not on Twitter. It's oh. Put it on. Put it on. Oh, my hands were shaking. You know you want to. Do it. Yes. Do it. Do it. Oh my God! Yes. By the time this is up, I'll, I'll tag you all in it. Your profile picture. Yeah, is great. yeah. We need to see this one. Thank you. Thank you. This is brilliant. And there's just yeah. an energy that mm. she brings that I, I don't think any other doctors brought, and that that translates on screen as well. And if you want evidence, I, I don't know whether you, how many people you interacted with at cons, but there's so many people mm. of, you know, different genders, different sexualities, yeah. mm -hmm. or, like, it's, it's such a big world, and, and I think the 
amount of people that Jody has touched is incredible. It's true. It was it was such a, a Ethan. You were there, so it was such a special yeah. day there at Comic Con. You know, there was so much love for Jody and her doctor, and you know the the kind of. I was going to say that you know the best parts of, of the fandom coming together, and I don't mean that mm. to kind of you know diminish anyone else, but everyone was there for for the same reasons. Everyone was was positive and, and happy, yeah. and I think that's something yeah. that Jodie and her doctor have in, inspired in people. And yeah, uh, um, you, sorry, no, no, go go ahead. Yeah, I thought what was lovely was when everyone gathered together for that cosplay meetup by the stage, and then Jodie comes on stage as a surprise us all. I was mm. in that crowd, and you know, um, gets get everyone to um, raise the in, in the air for, for, like, for like that massive photo, and she kind of said, um, you know, compliments everyone's costume, saying, you know, everyone here wore it best. You know, just being lovely. And what was so lovely about that whole thing, though, was. Obviously, there's been a lot of like division in the fandom the last few years with this era, but 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 the positivity of her on that day, it felt like none of that really mattered, you know, even mm. just for one day, and it just kind of brought out brought out the best of what is the no, and to and there is a lot of, of love yeah. for her and positivity out there, and you know I think sometimes it gets drowned out by the people who are mm. wrong, yeah. and uh, you know we're just <laughs> um, you know and uh, yeah. That, that's why I wanted to do this. I wanted to get involved with a with a group of people, talk yeah. to a group of people who are so positive about the Thirteenth Doctor because I'm sick and tired yeah. of seeing yeah. so much negativity that that's, that's been going Snap. on. It, it it really gets to me, um, and it's not just about the Doctor. It's about you know what's going on in you know in the, in yeah, the wider yeah. world as well. Yeah. It really aggravates me. So to, so to be here with a group of people that are so positive, it's fantastically yeah, it's, it's, nourishing. It's great. Thank you. Well, the positivity um, kind of drowns it out. If, if you want to know about 13th Doctor fans, in the queue for Jodie Whittaker alone, I can genuinely, literally right this second, name five, six, seven people from that very queue that I, I still stay in touch with today and that we oh, talk wow. regularly on wow. a daily basis. Wow. Um, well, yeah, because we sort of got in touch with the, with the podcast, and then we sort of ended up in, in the same in the same chat with you as going to this you know, convention. And yeah, yeah it, was just, it, was just a, it was just a lovely day to meet so many of those kind of briefly interacted online. The source that was like, oh, you're real people. Um, yeah. Um, or, yeah. Or, or, um, <laughs> or, or every so often, I'd bump into someone and like. Um, I, I like not recognise them. I was like, um, um, "Oh, do you have Twitter?" And, I, and they go on. I was like, "Oh, you're that person." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who you are. Yeah. 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 So I'd like to to go to Tony for a minute because he's been very patient and um, he he had to go and then he, he's come back. So I want to. Tony actually went to work and then came back again. That's yeah. <laughs> so I, I want to get Tony before he uh, he has to go again. So Harvey, thank you for that, and um, we'll we'll uh, chat more. Um, on, on Twitter, I'm sure, um, and then Ian will come to you uh, in a, sh- a short while as well. So, Tony, uh, thank you for waiting. You've, you've, well, you've all, all been, you know, great, and I hope you've enjoyed um, listening to everyone. So, uh, Tony, let, let's uh, let's hear you about your love for for Jody. <laughs> um, well, it, in some respects, it's kind of my first episode of Doctor Who ever was mm-hmm. episode one of Destiny of the Daleks. So. You know, you had a Douglas Adams humor energy going on. Mm-hmm. And by the end of that episode, I was like, this is a thing. This is a thing I want to be part of. And I, like James, I haven't missed an episode go out live um, ever since. In fact, when, when Rose was broadcast, I traveled to Ireland from Wales 
because it was my brother's wedding the, the following morning. Oh, okay. Mm. And I was two hours late to his um, stag do because I was <laughs> determined to watch Rose. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> well, you know, in, 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 in his defense, he did call his first son uh, Rory and his first daughter Rose, so I can't really fault him for that. Um, but, um, the, to, to me, it all goes back to that kind of sense, because when, when you saw 13 that first time, and the joy of yeah. being alive mm -hmm. and being who she was in this incarnation and the adventure that it might represent. Oh, oh have we lost Tony? Okay, so let's wait for Tony to come back. Ian, let's come oh, no. to you. We might end up hopping backwards and forwards between you guys. <laughs> so, um, Ian, Tony's left us on a, on a cliffhanger there. Um, so, Ian, <laughs> Ian, same question to you. Tell us about, about your love. Well, I frankly love the way the era looks. It's mm. so oh, yes. cinematic. Well it's done. Fantastic. Yeah. It's the best the show has ever looked. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just beautiful. It's, it's like watching a fact. movie every week. Yeah. Mm. And um, I'm like James. I'm a, I'm from the John Pertwee era. Uh, my earliest TV memory is the uh, cliffhanger to episode one of The Green Death. So, um, yeah, and I've been a fan ever since. In fact, um well, people ask me if I'm a big Doctor Who fan. I say, well, I married a Sarah Jane. So, <laughs> yeah. oh. I gave one and better than that because I'm a doctor. But yes. I'm Donna, so we are the Doctor. Doctor Donna. Excellent. Well done. I think that yes. does kind of work. This that podcast is incredible. <laughs> Casey's got it right there. Yeah. Oh. Beautiful. That's brilliant. Francis, you just won the internet. You know that, Thank right? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I haven't, I haven't met Jodie because I'm in Australia and she hasn't been over here for the for who because there's been something stopping her the last couple of years. The only doctor I have met, the only photo I do have Ooh. is me with Peter Capaldi and Pearl oh, Mackey yes. there. Oh, oh, fantastic. Look at that. Yeah. Like that was, uh, my wife sent me over to Melbourne to get a photo with them for our for our wedding anniversary one year. What? That is, that is true love, Ian. Your that wife is a gem. You Your wife yeah. is a gem. Yeah, she sent me away for our wedding anniversary. <laughs> I said, um, you get that photo or you don't come back. <laughs> yeah. Any Anyway, back to Jody. Um, I just, I, I love the era. It's just, like I said, it looks fantastic. Um, I, I've got notes. Um, my favourite part of it has probably been Bradley Walsh. He has yes, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've, I've often said to people that it's like you've got a bunch of characters and yeah. you've got Bradley Walsh being a real person. Mm. He just he feels like... <laughs> Yeah, he just feels like a normal person who's travelling with Jodie and the rest of the fam there. That's what I've absolutely loved about it. Um, pardon me. Uh, and it's getting back to what yeah. people were saying about the villains. They've just been, yeah, they've been evil. There haven't been redeeming features to them, mm -hmm. and that's been something that's I, I haven't enjoyed about a lot of television uh, in recent years in that we're expected to sympathise with the villain a bit. And we're, <laughs> I've often wondered, why the hell do we do that? We don't sympathise with our bank robbers. Mm. We don't sympathise so. with 
the serial killers and that, yeah. everyone. Mm -hmm. Politicians who do things that we don't like. Mm -hmm. Why the hell should we do that? And I think when um, James brought up Crasco earlier about his favourite villain, I thought, yeah, Crasco's perfect because he changes the goalposts. Yeah. He's trying to change the goalposts so he's, the world's better for him rather than trying mm. to work to make it what he wants. He just wants to go back and just change it so it's going on a different thing. And that's 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 what horrible people do. Yeah. They just and he's not wearing a mask. Around. No. You see, yeah. that's his face to yeah. the world. Right, yeah. unashamedly, that's his face. That that's what he stands for, and he's not hiding behind some crazy omega or something like that. Yeah. He has no face. Abs but, hmm. Absolutely. Um, sorry, I've got notes here. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> what else have I written? Oh God, I've got a doctor's handwriting, but I teach. Um, <laughs> that's kind of the best of both worlds, isn't it? Or the worst of both? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No. And. I've, I've frankly just loved the fact that she's Jody has mm. been such a great ambassador for the show. Mm -hmm. I uh, I don't think mm. that there has been mm. an actor cast in the role who has not mm. been an absolute gift to the fans. Yeah, I think you're quite right. And, actually. Yeah. yeah, and yep. oh, Jody yes. has just carried that on with yep. her work uh, during lockdown. We saw that, and with so many when she whenever she goes out to meet, she's just full on there for the fans. And for people, as as we've seen from everyone's photos tonight. Well, you know, when we talked to um, when, when we sorry to butt in there, Ian, uh, when we spoke to Sophie Aldred on one of our shows a little while ago, of course. Um, that... Oh, stop it! <laughs> you haven't interviewed her as well. What? But she, it was. But she, she Not said that hell. because that was one of the things that she You know, she was so proud of when she was with uh, Sylvester and the way Sylvester brought everybody into the family. There was no, I'm better than you. There was none of any of that kind of stuff. It was welcome. You're part of the family now. You're part of Doctor Who. And she was saying to see to see Jodie doing the same kind of thing that Sylvester was doing. You know, was was really something. I think it was quite special to her. Yeah, and um. I I know everyone's been saying that she's her favourite doctor, but uh, she's their favourite doctor. I, mm. I don't really have a favourite doctor. Um, I, I have favourite stories that mm. feature the doctor. And I, and I think there's a lot of times when I'm watching Jodie on the show and uh, she, I feel like, oh, that was a Tenet moment. Oh, that was a Matt Smith moment. <laughs> That's yeah. a Sylvester moment. And it's just she does that thing that all the actors who've played the part mm. and, and have done... At some point, they have embodied the role and they've, yeah. they've gotten what it's all about. And, yeah, she's totally done that for me. Brilliant. Jodie's original entrance, it reminded me of the, the joy of earlier Doctors when they were just sort of... It was just... At least trying to... Fun, was nest, trying to change the, the universe, trying to stand between... Bullies and body that all the way through the end. The wall of is resonant. Some of the, the best stuff that I was message because it all and it was perfect for the. For the Really, what we did, I think, at that moment, a sort of reach out from yes. that character to say, "These are scary times. I'm who you look to in scary times. This is what I'm doing. This is what we need to do." Um, so that was, uh, you know, that was a real sort of event, I think, for me certainly. 
lot of again again people have said most of this already um she doesn't do so much of the striding about because she's not mm. as immensely sort of possessed of purpose immensely weighted down <coughs> by uh, the last of the time lords thing and the whole time war thing mm. she starts out really just trying to be good and whereas for instance capaldi who i think is a fantastic doctor his arc was really trying to not know mm. how to be the doctor and learn how to inhabit that personality with her it's sort of it's there but it's she she's got a disconnect from it which is why sometimes i think okay. she feels more yeah. human than many mm. of them and she feels uh, we've heard from people who who identify with the, the neurodiversity element of it it's just like she knows that there's a way and she'll get there but she doesn't have a backup plan at any point uh, she hasn't worked it out mm. to the nth degree she's not mccoy you know manipulating the universe she's just trying to get by and trying to be good and trying to be the the light mm. that i think to be fair jodie whittaker seems to carry with her anyway she's mm. trying to be that character in the in the universe rather than you know the striding uh, overconfident god mm. and that that really yeah. struck yeah. chords with me Just so i think that's um yeah. that's why yeah so no fair play not you know writing wrongs not recreating the universe in my image mm -hmm. not you know setting things to rights it's just i'm doing what i can yeah you know yeah yeah um and having fun and having fun at the same time yeah yeah and having yeah. fun and trying wherever, to whilst being attacked wherever possible. on all sides looking, yeah. looking for that energy of fun as well mm. Mm. Uh, i think i, I mean think right the, the arc yeah. for her has had to get mm. darker um because it, 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 it's always going to do that from the start of a Doctor's era mm. to the end of a Doctor's era. It's going to get darker as you go towards the end. Yeah. But really, the consequences of it all have to be forced on 13 because her energy is light and bright and optimistic and travel hopefully. That's what her yeah. message is. Go forward mm. with hope in who you meet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can do better. You can be better. You can make better choices. Um, and that can change the world in its own way. I think that's that's brilliant. I, I think, and on that, I think yeah. you've got it there, my friend. <laughs> yeah, well done, brilliant. Yeah. Tony, that that was that was worth waiting for. I think that you've, was uh, <laughs> you've en that was, encapsulated it. That she was brilliant. is a light, and yeah. that is perfect. Well yeah. done, absolutely. Yes, yes, indeed, guys. Thank you so much for for joining us tonight. I can't. Do you know we have done ra uh, literally two hours of uh, of chat all about the 13th doctor i get the feeling we could go on literally all night freya who was with me has now gone to bed because <laughs> that's what that's <laughs> that, that's that's what teens do nowadays you know yeah, but yeah. um any any last words before before we close things off any any burning something that somebody's wanted to say tonight but not quite felt go on go on is that ethan no no oh it's morgan sorry morgan there you are on the other one question, on. but first, I just want to say one thing. Actually, no, two things, actually. Oh, he's, he's pushing uh, it now. Eh? I, I, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. Go on. <laughs> so I want to say thanks to Paul and Jeff for um, make, uh, inviting me to this. It was oh, you're welcome. A fabulous time. <laughs> and also to Katie, I want to say 
Uh, well, your TikToks and Instagram videos, I have to admit, have actually inspired me to be creative Brilliant. and more positive. <laughs> and and Thank you. the question for everyone. What is your favourite JD Whitaker episode from, oh. from this scenario? Oh, well done, oh, Morgan. Come question. on, let's let's go let's go round the room because Tony Tony's back in now. So let's start with let's start with Ethan this time. Let's do it yeah. in reverse order. Um, yeah, that is a very tough question because there's a lot that um, that I just love Uh-oh. so much. Like, um, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Um, um, I'll try to make it quick. So, you know, like, um, you know, I, I do love episodes like Haunting Our Villa Diodati and Wolves on Charity the Daleks, but I think an episode that, that I find particularly special is It Takes You Away, which I feel like it is an episode that mm. doesn't get enough love. I love how... Oh, man, you um, obviously yeah, haven't like, read my tweets, um, have you? Um, yeah, like, <laughs> I love how it does kind of dive into, um, 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 you know, in, in, into the whole theme of, um, of, of grief and, um, and sort of kind of how it affects, uh, everyone. And, and, and just, just, just a whole kind of, you know, batshit crazy conscious universe thing. Um, you know, it's just, um, yeah. it, it's just Doctor Who, uh, um, at its kind of pure wackiness, but at the same time making it kind of an emotional story. Mm. And I loved, um, I love the scene when when the doctor's talking to the, to the solar track frog and sort of um, convincing them to um, to, uh, to let her go because it, um, I feel like in that scene she's bringing out some of the best qualities yeah. of yes. the doctor. Kind of um, she she's using kindness to, um, to, um, to try and comfort a life form in one of the toughest situations yeah. Um, yeah. ever. So yeah, I. I just love it so much, and, and I hope it gets <coughs> more appreciation as years go by. So, um, it, it, yeah. well, it's only got appreciation appreciation by me. I, I love that episode. James, what's yours? Me too. What would you take with you? Okay, um, I have said that I love all of the new stuff, and I love I love uh, you know um, uh, kind of um, uh, originality and, mm-hmm. and and all of that sort of thing. However. I also love Doctor Who lore, as in, you know, all the backstory. Yeah. I love backstory, and I love it when it's blown <laughs> wide open as well. Yeah. So I would take The Timeless Children, because oh, it, is, yes. it is just, everything changes, and everything, yeah. you know, and they say everything changes a lot, and, you know, yeah. sometimes things don't actually change that much. In this, everything changes, yeah. and it works, yeah. and mm. I adore it. The obvious doctors! Yes, they're real. They actually happened. Yes, Francis, what's your desert island, Jody? Arachnids in the UK. Because I mean, what's not to like? It's it's total bonkersness. It's got tea at Yaz's. It's got got Naja Khan at her finest. Are you two seeing each other? Yeah. Oh, classic. Um, Don't think too hard about. How the spiders die. Don't, don't worry about any of that. Don't worry Just about enjoy that. Enjoy the like giant spiders in Sheffield. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's got everything, and the Jodie wears a bum bag for no apparent reason. Yeah. Which, which I have to say as well, actually, I, I think the great, the great tra- tragedy of, of arachnids in the UK is the fact that they, at least on screen, don't have tea at Yazids, right? Everything gets in the way. The whole oh, adventure gets no, in the way no, of having tea at Yazids. Really? It doesn't happen. Yes. So in my head, I have to think they did. But we just yeah. didn't see it, and then the, I, the, the and then everything's good. When they're in Yaz's flat, and um, the doctor's kind of poking around and wishing she had a purple sofa, they yeah they don't quite have tea, do they? But then 
We can all imagine the Doctor and the Ads on a purple sofa. Yeah, Tiana. Yes. Yes. In an alternative universe. On a purple sofa. Yeah. Yes. There's some uh, there's some brilliant Thirteen Doctor moments in there. You know, her whittering um, about about the sofa. I'd be good with the sofa, wouldn't I? Get a nice purple one. She's and she rolls off stream of consciousness. I love love when 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 she does that sort of thing i love when her in that scene as well it's like oh yeah i love you (laughs) (laughs) in that scene i love how um they're talking about picking up the past life life between her and Mm -hmm. yaz's dad and um and she kind of innocently goes um oh yeah um um do you want me to pick that up um what um what way you make your terrible pakori like um, <laughs> I, I feel like as someone who's like not always been good with social media yeah. i feel like um all right yeah. so that, because sometimes i'll say something that i think is it sounds innocent but then um yeah. the, the next second i'm like oh oh like you react to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's if, it if Cohen's not in the final episode i'm gonna riot yeah okay so who's who's yet to go uh since morgan you thought of the question we're going to come to you last so charlie your favorite um oh. your favorite 13th doctor well um it's hard to choose um i will glimmer over the ones that have already been said because there's a bunch of things in that i absolutely adore um it's hard to choose because I, I i either choose um uh, nikola tesla's night of terror obviously Very night of good. Terror or, yeah, yeah. or um i mean this mm-hmm. this I do like uh, Timeless Children and I love Village of the Angels because, I mean, that ending is just insane. But from what other people have said, like, it takes you away. I love that one. (laughs) Uh, I know people had a hatred for the ending and had a hatred for the frog on the chair. Nobody here had that. Well, not here, but, yeah, outside (laughs) they had it. But for me, I will not go down to say it, but that episode is basically... If Douglas Adams wanted to write about a mysterious creature that you couldn't see and that would reconstitute itself into whatever it wanted it would be a frog on a chair and it's it's yeah, like it's like the whole 42 thing but it's like the frog on the chair um <laughs> from uh, arachnids in the uk i absolutely adore that episode but mainly because it reminded me of uh, jurassic park especially with all the different camera angles mm. going to the floor and you know hearing things that's very that is very Jurassic Park. I mean, it's even like the first episode uh, with uh, the woman, the woman that fell to Earth, because that's that's very um, Alien versus Predator. I mean, there's there's a lot of mm, um, yes. references in um, a lot of the episodes that you start to notice. There's a lot of eighties, like seventies, well, uh, or there's references to previous um, stories. But I mean, for Nikola Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror, it's very it's brilliant because. She's meeting someone of history uh, that some, a lot of people don't really know that much about, mm. um, or they hear the wrong things about. Um, and the chemistry, uh, I mean, I remember this being on a previous poster, um, one of uh, either mm-hmm. Jeff or Paul written, but the chemistry between the Doctor and this person from his history, it just works fantastically fantastical it's just mm. the the chemistry between those two characters the chemistry between the actors the the her meeting one of our idols and him meeting someone that's just like him but obviously you know there's differences like the you know the female but they don't really give a they don't give a toss about that they don't care but it's like 
meeting a friend, meeting someone that has the exact same interest. They tinker, they, they invent things. And it's just, you can see it on screen how mm -hmm. powerful that story is. I mean, I absolutely adore, and I absolutely adore the sort of tech, technical kicking, uh, kicking yeah. in the metaphorical crotch of Thomas Edison trying to steal stuff from um, <laughs> Nikola Tesla and also from the TARDIS. And it's like, get off, no, no, no. Like, go now. Nobody cares about you. Everyone cares about me. Nicola is the victim in this. Shut up. Everybody was fantastic in that episode. I absolutely yeah. adored it. But yeah, Brilliant. but yeah, that's. I, I can't really choose. They're all brilliant. But yeah, that'll do. That's a good one. That's that'll a good do. one to choose. Yeah, Harvey, coming to you. I was initially tempted to say it takes you away, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna go with. I, I'm, I'm gonna go with Demons of the Punjab. Oh, well done. good choice, I mate. Good choice. Whitaker is at her finest when she's given a dark, gritty, realistic mm -hmm. situation, as in the partition of India. And then you plunge the 13th Doctor into it with her love, warmth, hope, mm. optimism. I think it's a, it's a perfect combination. You see it in, you see it in this, you see it in yeah. Rosa. I just think they hit something special there, man. Uh, I think you're right. Mm. I think Series 11 in particular had understood way more than any other yeah. series before or since. Mm. Yeah, yeah, quite right. I was, I was watching it because, again, I'm doing my rewatch, as I'm sure a lot of us are, and I, I, I got to Demons of the Punjab. Must be my, I don't know, ninth or tenth time I've seen it. and I did, But this time round, it, it felt really emotional. You know what I mean? It's like I really felt every element of the story. And this is the thing I've always said about Series 11 stories. You watch them again and again, you get more and more. It rewards every single rewatch. The number of layers that are in there is incredible. You know, you unpick and there's more and there's more and there's more. And for some reason now, Demons of the Punjab, and I watched it, it's shot beautifully it uses the most of the cameras the lenses the story is magical the emotional attachment i i agree with you harvey i think that is an absolute absolute cracking good story as, as indeed a lot of them are so but the, the I, sorry i've music. taken over that it, yes and that as well yeah. it's, it's the a complete package beautiful mm. oh, good yeah. choice mate so mr banks okay um <laughs> Sorry, I was just checking, <laughs> making sure my dog's... That's right, we're just saving Mr. Banks. Thank you. Um, oh. <laughs> Come on. <geez. laughs> Might be okay. late, but um, no, it's a, it, whatever time it's for you. <laughs> I had the number of parents I had come in and say, oh, into my classroom, say, oh, do you know they made a movie about you? And, of course, there was another film that came out at the same time. And I said, what, Magic Mike? Um, anyway. <laughs> So anyway, back on topic. Uh, if I had to pick just one, I Which don't you think do. I could mm -hmm. because. Yeah. But you have to. All right. It's the law. All right. <laughs> um, I, I would. I want to go with Spyfall because that just came straight oh, out of the gate with an absolute yes. belter of a story. But I think, of, and, and it just it immersed itself in in the history of the show, and it did some great spy and thriller mm. moments in there but i think i might have to go with what i now refer to as the dalek trilogy oh you're taking oh, a three and one yes. eh? mm. yeah because it's um what's that so anyway um i'll just it just resolution and revolution and yeah. eve were just fantastic they just told three mm. 
three different stories and they're all linked by the fact that the Daleks are after the Doctor again. And it, they were just, yeah, they were great fun and just filled yeah. with action. Brilliant. Excellent. I'll, I'll take that. Um, Katie, you're next on my list. Are you still with us? Um, Sam, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yeah, we can't yeah. see you, but we can hear you. Is that the episode you've picked? Oh, it's good. He's good, isn't he? But then it is, what, early morning in Australia, isn't it? Because I, I can barely hear you. <laughs> yes. Go on, Katie. We'll come back to you. Uh, let's go to Tony and pick Tony. Your favourite Jodie Doctor 13 moment, or story, rather. Uh, well, I, <clears throat> my real answer would be the same as Harvey's, I think. I think um, mm -hmm. um, the Demons of the Punjab was um, spectacular. Classic. And, um, Brilliant. I think mm -hmm. that, that took both us and her to some really impressive places. And it, mm. the, the storytelling journey of it was amazing. If I have to go for something unique, I'm going to be slightly controversial. I'm going to say that... Um, Legends of the Sea Devils was the best okay. on-screen Sea Devil story ever filmed. Because they had agency, they had a plan, they had, you know, they were full front and center, mm. you know, in the game. And again, it um, was beautiful, didn't it? Oh, it did. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. I think that's a great yeah, choice. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why not? Um, Guys, thank you so, so much for jumping on. Hope you've enjoyed um being on the show with us and sharing your stories i know that i've certainly enjoyed hearing them and uh, we and, will uh, look forward Katie's, to case response in the chats she has well done ethan you just uh, ruined my outro so i'm gonna have to sorry, do it again so that's sorry. fine, that's fine. Oh, don't worry about oh, it you know? it's all right so okay come on in ethan read out katie's what's she got so okay so, so according to casey it says um um she, she starts by saying, my internet is being a Dalek. Um, <laughs> my favourite episode is Saranga, but oh, I have a 10-page yes. essay on why Orphan 55 is secretly Ooh. awesome. So very, very spicy. Oh, oh, nice. nice. We like that. Nice. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, guys, I'm going to say one last time. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Go forth in all you do and prove to me that I'm not mistaken in my beliefs and all that sort of stuff. But thank you so much for sharing thank your you. Doctor Who stories and memories with us. We, we love you all for it. And, um, and yeah, so um, let's stay in touch, guys. Yes, let's do that. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Take it easy. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you so much, guys.